0: Welcome to Hidden Secrets to Health with Christina Cole. When you realize that each and every lifestyle choice you make generally has a direct effect on your health, wouldn't you want to influence that outcome? On this program, you'll learn how to uncover the secrets that your body tells you and learn how even small lifestyle changes can mean big rewards with your health. And now, here's your host, Christina Cole.
1: Hello, and welcome to Hidden Secrets to Health. This is Christina Cole, your host. I am a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and a certified health coach. And what that means is that I really have had um, extra education in functional medicine or integrative medicine that helps me look at people from a holistic perspective. Um, When you start that type of education, you really start to find out the interconnectedness of the foods that we eat, the products that we use. Um, the air that we breathe, even the water that we drink. Um, And there's also the aspect of finding your purpose in life and the energy that that really gives you. And so today I'm, I'm very excited to have Tammy Harris on the line with us. And she's gone through her own personal health journey. She's been married for 22 years, and she has four children. She um, did have the career track going. She was um, in the fitness industry and was a national rep and speaker. And so she has a lot of sort of body knowledge Uh, and then she, um, took a step back to be mom and wife and did homeschooling, which I have to commend because I don't think that myself and my children would survive if I tried to homeschool them. It's just not a gift that I personally have. Um, and so I really honor you for doing that and, um, prioritizing your family in that way. And, uh, you kind of went through your own health journey to, to, um, kind of, come full circle to where you are now. So welcome, Tammy.
2: Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Um, You know, it's really interesting to think back because, you know, that was my career path. After college, I got my degree in exercise science and ended up working in the fitness industry. And I really, you know, at that time, what I thought <laughs> was healthy Yes. Really wasn't, you know. I mean, we were more in the business of helping people, quote unquote, lose weight. And so, um, but I really struggled. My health issues started when I was a child, and I was misdiagnosed really my whole life and was told I had a nervous stomach. I was told I had irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> I was told everything. I, mean, I actually had one doctor um, who asked me if the pain in my stomach was caused because my bra was too tight. <laughs> I mean, those were the wow. kind of things to deal with. Yeah. So, I Who mean, knew? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit too much information, but I mean, I guess part of me sharing that no, is that's like just, it's kind of funny. That's the yeah. potentially
1: the male perspective. Is, yeah, uh, exactly.
2: <laughs> I mean, and, and dealing with, you know, issues. And so lo and behold, after my fourth child, I finally, after becoming so sick, I literally thought I was going to die. I was in the hospital so incredibly sick. At that point, my body had stopped absorbing nutrients because I had celiac disease. And so I had no idea, you know, I had no idea. And that was really the true beginning of my health journey, except for the fact that really the doctor that diagnosed me simply said, well, you know, you can't have gluten. Well, back in the day when I studied nutrition, we didn't talk about gluten. It was protein, carbs, fats. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't what we know today. So fast forward, um, I was diagnosed and started that journey of trying to figure it out. And shortly after we moved to Oregon, which was a huge blessing in disguise um, because there are so many people there that are on these major health journeys, right? So right. it it really led me down this path of, wow, you know, there's so much more to this. Let's not just look at, am I eating quote unquote healthy foods, but digging deeper you know eating organically I started looking at using safer cleaning products you know that's kind of where my real true health journey started um but it took a side road because I ended up having some very yeah I'm
1: I have a similar experience just in you had the same thing happen I did just in the fact of um when I found out that I had gluten intolerance, which is certainly not the same thing as celiacs, but nobody was, that was not, nobody was talking about that and um, how that was impacting like allergies and how that was impacting um, I uh, trying to get pregnant. Um, that I just, to me, it was mind blowing. I was like, what do you mean? Like, how does this have anything to do with these other things, right? And, and what does that even mean? And then the products that were available mainstream we're horrible. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> well, ironically, what happened is when I first moved to Oregon, before I got so sick, I had met this nurse practitioner who had celiac. And I paid her like $40. And we went to a grocery store and we were going around. And she was the first one that said to me, You need to be concerned about what you're putting, not just in your body, but what you put on your body. And she told me a few brands to buy and I did, and I'm just going to be honest, they were so bad that I was, I'm not willing to do, I'm not willing to have my hair stick to the side of my head. Like, you know, right. I just, I'm, I can't do it. So I kind of almost even pushed it out of my mind. And then I started having major health issues. So they, I kept having what they called cardiac issues or cardiac um, what episodes And so literally, it would happen at night, I would lose consciousness, stop breathing and go to the hospital. And they would run up every test, they thought I was having a heart attack, I'd have elevated enzymes, only to wear, go to a bigger hospital, wear monitors for two years of my life. This went on. Wow. No answers. It wasn't until finally a friend just said, you need to find out what's really going on. And this is the hidden I I mean, I love the name of your show. I think it's, there's so much hidden within our bodies that people don't think about or see. And what my hidden huge element was, is I finally saw a naturopathic doctor who called me late at night because I'm not sure what she thought was wrong with me. But she said, you have the highest level of inflammation internally that I've ever seen. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm eating organically, I'm working out, I'm doing all these things, right? How, how do I have inflammation? Like, where yeah. is that coming from? And so she, she said, I don't normally do this, but we're going to do a CT scan. I don't know what she thought she was going to find, but you know what yeah. I said, guess what? It said inflammation due to celiac. And I was like, I am not, I don't even have a pan in my house that had ever had gluten in it. We were so careful. All four of my kids have celiac. So we were like, yeah, we don't have it in our home at all. So I said, there's no way I'm eating gluten. Never once, never once did I think the lotion that I put on my body every single day, the lipstick, the makeup, the skincare, every, when I started to look, (laughs) everything had gluten, not, had gluten in it, and not only gluten. I've later, later learned there were all these. <laughs> I had no idea. Kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I loved kind of your story, like when you're on your journey and learning more about just this idea of the toxins and these chemicals and things that are in our products. Um, I, I really had no idea.
1: No, I don't think most of us do. And, um, I took an environmental toxins course that um was really uh, a way of ripping the band-aid off if you will because it was you know the the topics that we really covered were um the foods and the packaging that the foods come in and it was about oh you know you bought your new shower liner and you put that and you're you know you're like excited because it's nice and clean and you jump in the shower and it's plastic right? And so the reality is, is that shower curtain, the perfect environment for that shower curtain to break down and release chemical toxins into the air is a hot, steamy shower.
3: And I was like,
1: oh, and I, when I learned that I literally had just gotten a new shower curtain and I was like, oh, Oh. (laughs)
2: exactly. Right. And Yeah. It's, it's mind blowing to me, you know, statistically it, you know, Europe has banned over 1400 harmful chemicals that they don't allow in their products. And in the U S to date, there's only 30, we've only banned 30. And when, when I got involved with beauty counter and their movement, they had only banned 11. It's slightly increased when the, they banned microbeads. Um, But that's, that was like an eye opener for me. I'm like, how can our, how can we live in in America, and have these products that are on our shelf that are not safe? And it's not just for yeah. us. it's not adults. It's baby products. It's products that we put on our kids every day. I was fired up. I was actually, I was angry. I just, oh, I, it
1: makes me, yeah, no, I agree. It makes me angry. It makes me angry because um, when I learned there were eighty thousand chemicals. That were grandfathered into yeah. um, considered safe to use yeah. although they've never had any kind of testing whatsoever there's no no testing and here's the other thing that really bothers me and it bothers me about a number of things that we categorize as safe or acceptable or um, not that bad is we look at them as an individual Right, We don't look at the accumulation or how when you put these two different chemicals together, what yeah. the reaction is going to be. And so we're, we literally sort of swim around in a, to- in a toxic soup. And um, we just don't know when you introduce one more thing into your life. You don't know the number of chemicals necessarily that are in them and how that may end up having an impact on you. And that's really scary because there are a lot of people that are going around and they're seeing multiple doctors and they're like something is wrong and you're you're getting misdiagnosed you're not getting diagnosed and, I've, and i and i feel like we have a hang up with the whole diagnosis thing anyway i don't think diagnosis is all that helpful it's a label right. but it's not getting into actually solving the problem right but we so it's in your head it's not what you think it is and people are suffering absolutely and then we're doing this to our children Ugh. yeah and it's- at least um growing up you know gen- two generations ago there wasn't as many packaged prepared and processed foods right. there weren't um you know i remember when micro- microwaves came to be right and they were massive <laughs> <laughs> yes Right. They like took up the, like, they were like a small TV. And I was like, to so put them massive. in another room. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. And, um, and I really remember my mom being really excited. This is going to really help make, make dinners faster and easier. And I wouldn't eat any of the food that was made in the microwave. I was like, it tastes gross. Yeah. It doesn't taste cooked. It's like rubbery. It's, and I've since learned that really when you microwave food, you are literally nuking the nutrients out of the food. So you might as well just be eating cardboard. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. As a culture, we're being taught to yeah. do things quicker and faster and more efficiently and we're looking for the, the easy pass, right? Yeah. And so we're cooking food in a microwave. It is one of the least healthy ways for you to prepare anything. We're, we're cooking it in plastic. So then we're like leaching those chemicals into our food. And, um, it's just, it's, it's absolutely crazy. And the fact that we, we don't educate anyone on this, we, um, tell them that, that their toxic burden is something else. Yes. Um, or, or, you know, it's like,
2: and, you know, ultimately, and I'm sure, Christina, you've heard this before, I mean, I will hear from people and they're like, well, you can't control everything and, you know, you can't live in fear. And and I said, well, you right. know, that isn't how I choose to live my life. But what I do is I make choices that I can make. So I can't necessarily dictate the air I breathe. Or I, I lived in the most toxic city in the world. It's Simi Valley, California. They had a nuclear spill. I lived there for eight years and didn't know about it. I didn't know until I moved. And my kids had some mm-hmm. similar issues to a friend, and she's like, "Oh yeah, jump on the History Channel. There's a whole document." I'm like, "How did oh, I, how did I live there and not know? Right? Like, we can't control everything, but what we can control is we can control what we put in our body, and we can control what we put on our body. And you know, there are study after study. I know in the personal care industry, Berkeley did a really great study recently on teenage girls." And I will say, and I'm even our generation, I'm a little older than you, but um, we didn't wear the makeup that kids wear today mm-hmm. or even, th- I didn't even think about skincare. I mean, I was lucky if I washed my face, let's just be real. But today, when I meet young <laughs> teenagers, they're already asking me about anti-aging products. It's a oh, whole,
0: no.
2: whole different ballgame, right? So these... Children, this generation is going to be under such a higher toxic load than even our generation. And it's just, it's really sad for no, me it's true. I, I have such a heart for that younger generation. Like, I want to empower them with information. And, you know, it's crazy. You were talking about those 85,000 chemicals that were brought in the, into mm-hmm. commerce. And it was in 1960, I think, when President Nixon, it was... He put the, together, it's called the TSCA, I think, the Toxic Substance Control Act. And it was mm-hmm. interesting because it sounded like a good idea. But that's when they grandfathered all those yes. chemicals in. So all of those chemicals that had already been introduced since World War II were grandfathered. Mm-hmm. And then the problem was, that, and I don't know if you know, I think you know this, but this, this was mind-blowing. So a part of what we do at Beauty Counter is our advocacy work, right? So we're meeting with our local senators. We go to Washington, D.C. Well, three years ago, I was in a meeting with a senator, and she actually was quite educated. She's worked with several doctors at UC Davis that do a lot of testing and and was really savvy. But what she shared with me, she said, do you know that there is no governing body that can remove a product from the shelf? And I was like, what? What? She said, there is, it's not regulated. People think, oh, it must be, you know, it's regulated by the FDA or whatever. No, it's not. And so we, yesterday, I don't know if you saw the article about Claire's having um, there in their cosmetics, they, you know, the government can't make them do a recall. They said, yes, they did a stop sale, but they're not recalling the products that these young girls already purchased. And I did not like, see that, but... Oh, whatever. my gosh. I'll have to share the article with you. It's mind-blowing. Like, there's, there's, there, there has to be a change. And that's what we're asking for at Beauty Counter. We are asking, you know, simply that there are more health-protective laws. This is not about just regulating for the sake of regulating. This is simply asking to protect our loved ones. I mean, really, and that's always my cry when I'm meeting with these guys. You know, I'm like, you have a family... You have a wife, you have kids, you have grandkids, you know, think about this. What's, what's happening. Yeah. It's just, I'm sorry. I get so frustrated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I commend your passion because um, we need more passionate people um, Mm -hmm. that are not looking out for just themselves, but looking out for us as a whole. And um, we're about to go to a commercial break. But one of the things I would like to talk about is sort of what what Beauty Counter is working on right now, Um, how you came to find Beauty Counter and get involved. And, um, you know, it's like this time it's personal is your is your tagline. And um, and I love that. And so when we come back from break, let's touch on those um, topics.
2: Okay, that sounds great.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff spores and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness.
3: Tune in to the Wellness Connection for the latest and most comprehensive information about health and wellness topics, from natural health and green living to regulation, political views, and legislation. Each week, hosts Peter McCarthy and Rodia Glees interview renowned experts who will answer questions and provide the keys to your better health and better life. Listen for the Wellness Connection live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas.
4: Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness.
0: You are listening to Hidden Secrets to Health. To reach our show today, call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to info at christinacole.com. Now back to Hidden Secrets to Health.
1: Welcome back to the Hidden Secrets to Health. I'm your host, Christina Cole, a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and health coach. And today we are speaking with Tammy Harris. She has been sharing with us her personal health journey and how... um, She took the long road to finding out that she um, has celiacs, which is where you have an extreme reaction to gluten to the point where um, it can be life-threatening, and um, it sort of went unknown that this was a problem for a number of years. It uh, makes me sad to think about the the generation of people who probably had this issue and, and weren't aware of it. So Tammy did share with us, um, her journey in finding that out and then finding out that, um, a large source of her inflammation was really from the personal care products that she was using and how, um, the fillers and additives were based on gluten and how much that was causing inflammation in her body to the point where she was being hospitalized. And, um, And we're also talking about the importance of knowing the chemicals that are in your products and the lack of regulation around them and some of the steps that she's taking along with um, Beauty Counter, which is a company that she works with that um, provides clean um, personal care products from shampoo to lipstick. Um, It's a really lovely line And um, they are big advocates on providing safer products um, for us, but also in advocating for safer products across the board, whether you're using their products or someone else's. Um, So thanks for joining me today, Tammy. And one of the things that we were gonna pick back up on is how you got to know Beauty Counter, like of all the different products out there, Um, I I don't know how many products I see that are like, we're, you know, organic and this is a cleaner, safer, um, use of, of, of skincare or shampoo or, um, face wash, you kind of, you name it. There's different products out there that, um, I think a lot of people use because they're being promoted as being clean and safe products.
2: Absolutely. Well, and I was one of those consumers. Like I I thought if it was at Whole Foods or Trader Mm -hmm. Joe's that it was safe, right? Like in my mind, I'm like, well, it's a healthy place. So I'm sure their products are good. Well, and you know, really what happened or how I was introduced to it is I actually have a friend who I homeschooled with in Oregon, who also has celiac disease and she literally throws this list at me and said You know, you really need to be concerned about what you're putting on your body. It's your largest organ. You absorb what you put on it. And it was funny because at the time I was using essential oils. So I'm like, how did I not, I didn't make that connection. right? Right. So I'm looking at this list and here are these things. I, you know, I used to teach nutrition and I would teach people how to read a food label, but I never once before this exposure and her sharing that with me, I had never turned around a label on my personal care products.
1: Right. Just wasn't on my radar. I'm like, well, I don't know. I, right. Yeah. I always like to think about toothpaste. When yes. I oh that, yeah. Right. Seriously. Because when you look at the back of most oh. toothpastes, um, it will say like call poison control if you ingest this or if your child ingests this. And I thought, Oh, I'm putting this in my mouth. It's yeah. going into my gums. Oh, like my. that, like that's really very absorbent. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so I switched to uh, using a product that, that doesn't have that label on the back. And, yeah. um, and that's what my kids use. And the funny thing is, is they will not use the other type of a product. When, you know, it's like you're on a trip and you like, run out of your, your magic <laughs> yeah. toothpaste. No, I'll, this, I'll just use this as a pinch. And my kids are like, Ugh. And yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you that it actually hurts my teeth now to go back and use Some of the brands that I used for years, but it actually literally hurts my teeth to use them. And so that is the power of detox.
2: Oh, big time. Well, in my, and I actually have blood work that shows what happens. Um, so, you know, fast forward, she gave me some stuff to try. I fell in love with it, you know, and I was like, wow, not only are these safer products, but they're, they work like they're, they're, they're. Beautiful products, they feel good. Um, so they actually cover. They yeah. actually you know, cover it, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was all those things because I had tried some of the other stuff that I was like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry, I just didn't like it." So I fell in love with it, and that's kind of where it started. But what happened is I switched out everything. I mean, my my family probably thought I was crazy. I had like a garbage bag, and I was like going
1: through. I, I don't know about
0: you, I, but I, I used talk-
1: to shove things under the sink.
0: Oh if yeah. I didn't like them.
1: So I had all this stuff. I you never made the rule where I'm not buying anything else until I use up all this. stuff. I use it all. Have yeah. In my exactly. Cupboards. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: um I just got rid, re- I was like, no, our family needs to be using safer products. So I got rid of everything and we replaced everything. And within three months, when I went back in for blood work, my inflammation dropped in half. And That's my amazing. practitioner and I were both like floored, right? And I've never had another cardiac episode. Wow. Which was significant. And nothing else changed. Like my diet, I'd already been eating gluten. I mean, it was like that was pretty significant in that short amount of time that my body could detox and start to get better. To recover. Yeah. You'd recover from that. So, you know, obviously that was really life changing for me. And that's where really, where my, and I loved, you know, you talk about your passion if Mm -hmm. you can live in your passion, I like, I have never been so excited about a job. I mean, it sounds crazy, but I love people. I love to educate and I'm super passionate about, I mean, my dream is that our children will walk in any store and have safe products. And I'm a big dreamer, but I I believe it can happen. I I think it's this, I think it's conversations. I think it's our Mm -hmm. conversation. It's, people listening, having conversations with their people, like this is powerful. And, it, and it's, it's amazing just in the short amount of time that I've been involved in this just to see the changes that we've made and, and really proud of that. And Beauty Counter has been very instrumental in some really big, you know, in the state of Oregon, they helped pass a law that by the end of 2020, I think it is, that they are banning 69 harmful chemicals from baby products. And that's significant. Is it fourteen hundred? No, but you know what? It's that's significant, right? So, well,
1: and I think it's all—it's not only significant that they have sixty-nine things too, ban. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have thousands, but you know, right? <laughs> that they've that they've agreed on these sixty-nine. So, yeah. uh, you know, like think about that. Think about yeah. that, um, and then think about how many more there there are. And I and I know there was a study done. And it had to do with um, the cord, cord blood. Yes, and number yeah. of toxins yep. found in cord blood. So for women, the absolute best yeah. way to detox is to have a baby. because yeah. you will give them they everything. They, they just suck out everything. And unfortunately, um, it is a cause for miscarriage for people because they may have such a toxic load and not know it. That um, their baby ends up just getting all of that, which is really horrible. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, that's the environment that we're living in. So that a brand new, precious child has come in, and they already have a heavy toxic load. And and then we have all these beautiful baby products and and you know and all the all the fun stuff of like decorating a bedroom, right? And so you're like you're painting the walls. Mm-hmm. Well. What are the VOCs in the paint that you just put on the walls? And if you're pregnant and you're doing the painting, Mm -hmm. you know, you're breathing that in and um, we really are, there really is something to be aware of. And I think one of the things that we have the ability to control or at least minimize is um, the toxins that we come into contact with. And so you know, going back and, and eating those organic foods and and they are more expensive. And it is unfortunate that they're more expensive because we have made commercial farming and the subsidiaries for commercial farming so tremendous that going back to just traditional farming, what your grandparents or your great-grandparents would consider food, we now consider organic. And um, having to kind of re-examine that but yeah. there are options, right? You can do like the, the hydroponics in your home, right? Mm-hmm. There's like the tower garden and there's there's quite a few. There's even like do-it-yourself teaching yeah. you how to do it on YouTube or Pinterest on how to have um, a small garden when you have a small space. And then there's the raised beds. and um, And if you have children and teaching them where their food comes from, and having that experience of doing some gardening is really significant. And I think it's really important for kids to know that their food does not come in packages that is grown from the earth mm-hmm. and that how we treat earth is really how we're going to be treated in the end ourselves. And so um, those those three Ps are something that I started avoiding before I had children, which is the prepared, packaged, and processed foods, mm. but I did not think about my personal care products and uh, I was never a big makeup person. And so I guess I just didn't care. Like I would have makeup forever, which is also not a good thing to do, (laughs) but I would literally have, like, I don't need to buy anymore because this is going to last me like two years because I just, I just wasn't, I just didn't wear a lot of makeup. Like for me, it was mascara um, and, and like lip balm. And I was good to go. That was my, that's how I went out in the world. It wasn't until I turned 40 that I was like, I guess I should do something with
2: this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, these are this isn't working anymore. Well, um, the, the other thing that it just really blew my mind when I st- kind of got into this was just the amount of greenwashing.
1: Yes. That's what I was going to say was then I started trying these different products and, um, and then I took this environmental toxins course mm. and all these green products that I thought I had yeah. were not so green. And so why don't you tell our listeners what greenwashing means? What's, what's yes. that Yes. Definition? Well,
2: clearly, I mean, we actually, this is kind of exciting for us at Beauty Counter, but there's there's a trend. There's something happening right now that people are wanting clean beauty. Uh, Beauty Counter was just voted the number one Google beauty brand. And I'm not just talking clean beauty. We're talking number one in all brands, which is ironic because there are many companies out there spending millions of dollars on marketing where Mm -hmm. Beauty Counter, we share person to person primarily. And so it says something to me, but what's happening with People who are professional marketers are really smart, right? Like they're going to follow trends and they are seeing this desire for safer things. So if you go to the, let's just say you walk into a Target and you start looking, you're going to see a lot of products that are labeled organic, paraben-free, all natural. You know, they have the mountain in the background and, you know, pretty flowers. And I mean, like literally to the point of like, oh, it's all natural. Well, just so y'all know, like lead is natural right? And, and ironically, it's allowed in lipstick. You can't have it on your wall. I don't know about you, Christina, but I don't lick my wall, but I do lick <laughs> my lip. right? Yeah, like, isn't right? that crazy, right? right? Yeah. So this idea of greenwashing is they're using it as a marketing tool because, and I'm not going to name any brand names, but I'm going to encourage you, turn your products around. There's a really simple, this is, I love empowering people. So this is the simplest, quickest way I have found if you're in a supermarket or if you're in Target or wherever, get out your phone, go to Google, type in the product name. And at the end of it, you type in EWG, which is the environmental working Uh group. They've been around forever. I know that you are familiar with them as well. And it will, you, you go to their website, it's their skin deep website, and it will give you a rating and it will tell you anywhere from zero is the best, 10 is the worst. And they have kind of green, yellow, red, it is mind blowing when you do that. Like I do this activity when I'm doing educational seminars and nice. people are, are so empowered by that one little tool because it now tells you every ingredient, why, what the rating is, why it's rated that way. You know, just frank, let's just talk about fragrance for a moment. Okay. Right. So My favorite
1: word is fragrance. Yeah, it's the in F- everything. F- Yes, yeah, it is, is the F word, right? It's, it's in candles, effort, right? It's in cleaning there, products.
2: Yeah, there are thousands of chemicals that they can put in a product and never put it on the label. And they call it fragrance. It is, yeah, they call it fragrance because it's proprietary. Yeah, that that fires me fires up. Me. And, yeah. you know, and, and let's, you know, another big one is formaldehyde. Let's just mm-hmm. change the name of it. There are many, many, many baby products that are, that are advertised or marketed as organic that actually have formaldehyde in them. Ah. In a conversation I had um, with one of the senators <laughs> that I met with is <laughs> yes. I simply just, I just asked questions and I said, so, you know, wouldn't it be significant that baby products have things like formaldehyde in them? And he, like, they don't know. He was no, like, they don't know. They don't have formaldehyde. I'm like, really? Because let's see. Um, actually, here's a picture of a product right here. And he's like, well, it doesn't say formaldehyde. I said, well, guess what? Did you know there are many different names or there are different? Sort of like that just yeah. corn syrup.
1: Yes. Or absolutely. sugar. Sugar. They'll put sugar. They'll have like seven different names right. of sugar on a label. So that when you look at sugar, you'll look and see, and you're like, "Oh, it only has this," oh. but it's like the next five, like the next five words are actually another word for sugar. Right. So it's really interesting that they've done the same thing with formaldehyde and fragrance, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Fragrance, you will see that on so many products, whether it's your personal care products or it's your cleaning products. Oh yeah, you will see fragrance and that is just a catch-all for literally thousands of different chemicals that they've put together in their own fashion to have a particular scent and um, candles is a huge one right so you're lighting your candle you're enjoying this smell one the wick or the bottom of the wick may be lead so you're burning lead into your home And the other is that you're this this great fragrance, which I love these smelly candles too, right? You burn them and you're releasing a chemical into your house. And that is building up in your body. That is leading to a number of different ailments and chronic issues. So we'll touch more on that yes. when we come back from our next break. Awesome. Step-by-step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms, and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed
4: with host Marie Biancuzo to bust through the myths about feeding your baby.
1: Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
0: You are listening to Hidden Secrets to Health. To reach our show today, call in to one 866 472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at christinacole.com. Now back to Hidden Secrets to Health.
1: Welcome back to Hidden Secrets to Health. This is your host, Christina Cole, a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and health coach. And today we are speaking with Tammy Harris. She uh, is a beauty counter. Rep, she's been doing that for three years, and that really came about from her personal health journey, finding out that she had celiac's, having um, so so much inflammation, such high inflammation in her body that she was um, having cardiac episodes, and and her husband was rushing her to the hospital. She had four young children at the time, and, and um, it really took a lot of investigation for her to find out that. Where she was having this gluten exposure was her healthcare products. And then she kind of had to go through the journey of trying a variety of different products and uh, making assumptions, which we all do, that if I buy something from a particular store, then it is going to be healthy or, or good for me or clean because the store has really built a reputation around having those types of products. So something I want to kind of bring to your attention and kind of food for thought is the majority of their products or a substantial number of products are probably clean and probably are good for you. That does not mean that everything in the store is. Um, These stores have to stay in business, right? They um, have marketing and they have different Um, you know, they have different sponsors that are, you know, helping offset their costs. And so they're, um, they're not always going to have only clean products in there. So learning how to read labels is something that uh, Tammy and I've been talking about. And she mentioned a Google search that you can do that kind of goes into um, their skin deep information where you can find out how clean a product is. You can also find out just what a particular ingredient is. And there are also some apps available. One that I like is called Think Dirty. And um, not only does it give you a rating for other products, but you can do a search on it and find a product that maybe you're looking for and it'll give you your options and kind of give you a scale on how clean they are. Um, One of the things that Tammy has actively done in the Sacramento area is that she goes and she meets with um, Congress Mm -hmm. to discuss what's happening in our personal care products. So Tammy, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on, I think, tomorrow? Yes.
2: Well, and just a little backstory to why we're doing this is there has not been a law passed that regulates, a federal law that regulates the personal care and beauty industry since 1938. Wow. 81 years ago.
1: And think of like, all the products that have come out oh, between that Yeah, and
2: like let Ooh. that settle. Like even when that comes out of my mouth, I almost get like chills thinking, how can we not have even updated or passed a federal law? I mean, think about the things that's changed. Seatbelt law, no smoking at airplane. I mean, think about these movements, right? Because that's that's kind of, you know, what beauty counter is. Um, so there's not been a law passed since 1938. So beauty counter actually has endorsed a new law that they are asking that we're trying to bring back. It was introduced right before Obama left office, but during that transition, it kind of got pushed under the rug, and now we're trying to bring it back. It's called the Personal Care Product Safety Act, and um, it was sponsored by Feinstein and Collins and you know really what we're asking for is stronger safety safety standards so when i go in i'm going tomorrow i'm actually meeting with my local senator which is tom McClintock's office you know we're 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 asking just for safer standards for all right like every company would have to abide by these standards an ingredient review process, like really this first bill is simply asking them to look at the five most harmful that absolutely 100% have been linked to human harm. They Mm -hmm. absolutely know, we know that there are many of these chemicals that are absolutely linked to cancer, hormone disruption, like all these things. Mm -hmm. Um, We're asking for the authority to recall, you know, a prime example of that is the Johnson and Johnson baby powder. Everybody by now knows, you know, they're they lost a billion dollar lawsuit because it's linked to ovarian cancer. You know, my own mom who had a stroke was in the hospital, and guess what I found on her shelf? Johnson and Johnson baby powder. Right. That was the the formula that has the talc in it that's linked right. to. Ovarian well, it cancer. used to
1: be called talcum powder.
2: Right. I mean, I was sent home from the hospital with every one of my babies with that product. I used it on my babies. I didn't know. Right. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Um, we are also asking for safer and better labeling laws. Like don't let people, you, if you have one ingredient that's organic, you know, and they're putting that on the front, but everything else are all these harmful chemicals, there needs to be a better process for that. We watched this happen with food, right? Right. It's still not perfect, but it's better, right? So we're just asking for, for better labeling laws. And then the other, there's a huge loophole. And again, it was a Senator that taught me this is the supply chain. So it's not just the company. So let's say a company in good faith wants to make a safe product. There's no one checking on the manufacturer. So if that company is not third-party testing raw ingredients, mid-production, post-production to make sure that that is truly a safe product, a company could say, oh, I'm going to put organic coconut oil in here. And it's not. And nobody is checking the company. So we are asking that supply chain, there needs to be a regulatory body that is keeping them accountable. Because, right. you know, at the end of the day, these are for-profit companies that, you know, it's probably cheaper to give non-organic coconut oil than organic. So, you know, those are those are the main asks that we're doing.
1: And that makes a lot of sense just because I know um, from my corporate past, um, when you work in a financial services industry, or when you work in a healthcare industry, there are checks and balances. You do have to have certification and it is required that you, that you, if you're a vendor, you're being audited and you have to have certain certifications. And if you're um, the parent company who uses a vendor, you're required to audit them. It is part of the process and it is an expense of these corporations that they have to use. So. I'm not sure why personal care or um, cleaning products or food wouldn't have to have the same type of regulations.
2: I absolutely agree. And, you know, as much as Beauty Counter is this small company and we're a big movement, there are many really big lobbyist companies that are these big companies that aren't. They're fighting it just as much because Mm -hmm. it literally would, it, it could cripple, it really truly could cripple this industry. If they, if they put into ACT, I mean, it's going to cost them billions of dollars to do the research, to try to put together safe products that work. It's not an easy science. It's science. I mean, we have yeah. biochemists that are literally putting things together that have never been done, right? And I think the other thing that I really want to mention really quick about the products is, you know, Beauty Counter really the ceo greg renfrew is amazing serial entrepreneur but she really found this place of safety and high performance mm-hmm. and it's it's not an easy task to achieve like it it really truly does take it's time and money and research and and really finding how to do that so yeah i am excited i'm excited i'm taking a group of my local consultants with me and we are really just asking you know for for them to listen and when this does come up to be a co-sponsor you know co-sponsor this bill it's it's really important for just human health and safety which i don't think is too much to ask
1: <laughs> right i mean i i yeah i mean who doesn't want to know that the things you're putting on your right. skin aren't going to cause uh problems right so for right. you it was inflammation but for other people right. um, it could end up being cancer and the thing is is that a lot of times the people who are looking for these clean products are looking for them because they have already had cancer and the guidance that they're given from their oncologist is, well, you know, you need to really start using clean products because this is impacting you. And that's all the guidance you get. You well, need to start you, using clean products. Okay. So what makes a clean product, right? And we've just kind of gone down the rabbit hole of how it's really hard to discern because, you mentioned uh, essential oils earlier. Mm-hmm. For essential oils, 10% is required to be um, pure. Cops. That's the only requirement, 10%. And then the rest of it can be synthetic. Yeah. Which so if you're going, if you're on Amazon and you're buying essential oils, there's no guarantee. And Amazon will tell you that upfront that what you're buying is actually what it is. Right. So you can, you know, like I could, I actually have some, cause I have a cold, so I've got some lavender for my nose and I could refill this bottle. I could leave some of it in and I could refill the rest of it with whatever and right. sell it on Amazon and say that it's pure and that it's from Young Living. And, and that wouldn't necessarily, you know, that's not true. Right. And so that's the same thing when you go into grocery stores or you go into Target or any of these different places where you're buying an essential oil. You have to really be careful because when you use something and you've you've learned how it has all these health benefits, mm-hmm. they only have health benefits when it's an actual clean product. Yeah. It has to be a pure essential oil in this case. Um, otherwise, it's going to cause you harm because right. you're putting a chemical that is not natural for your body and trying to use it as a healthcare product, right? So um, you have to really be careful. And that's the same thing when it comes to your skincare, right? So I interviewed um, Well Within Beauty and they only have seven products, right? Because it is this massive undertaking to make these clean products that are high performance, that do what they say they're going to do, but also go through all these hoops to get these different certifications, right? Absolutely. And that's something that I really like about Beauty Counter is that they do go through these extra hoops. And uh, I've been using the product and I've been very happy with with the makeup because it's very light.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, and I, as we already know, I'm not a good makeup person. So <laughs> it's very light yeah. and I'm able to use it and feel good and feel confident. Yeah. And um, I know I'm not putting harmful chemicals onto yeah. my body. And you know what, Christina,
2: really, um, before we jump off here, too, there is one really important ask that I have for, for you and your viewers, listeners, is that we are in our big advocacy month, and you can simply text 52886, and you're going to text Better Beauty, all caps, and that is going to send a message, or it's going to prompt you to send a message to your local senator. And what happens in this realm is it's simply asking for more health protective laws and you will, you know, you'll read through it. It's very simple, but it's a significant part of what we do in these meetings that when you show up and you have, and all of a sudden they're like, wow, all these people are really concerned about this issue. My constituents that are going to vote for me Mm -hmm. want safer products. And now you're sitting here before me. That's interesting. So again, that's five two eight eight six is what you text uh, or the number that you text and it's just better beauty, all one word. And that, that would be super amazing if everybody did that.
1: Absolutely. Well, I'm definitely going to do that. Also for our listeners, how can they follow you or find you?
2: Absolutely. So uh, they can follow me on Instagram. My name is living free with T and you can find me on Facebook. I'm Tammy Harris and I do have a private community there too that I can invite you to. And, you know, um, you can reach me through my email, which is beauty at gmail.com.
1: Thank you so much, Tammy. You've been a wealth of information. I love your passion. Um, I think having a passion that you, um, pursue really makes a difference in part of those hidden secrets to health. You know, when you have something that lights you up and, and pushes you forward. So, thank you for sharing your gifts. And I hope that everyone's going to text 52886 Better Beauty and make sure that we have cleaner products. So, thank you for your time today.
2: Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here and just love you and everything that you're doing. So, thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning into Hidden Secrets to Health. Please join host Christina Cole for another edition of the show next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until next week, keep an eye on your good health.